Do you feel held back by your environment or circumstances? Would you like to free yourself from emotional burdens and create emotional wellness? My next guest shows you how to do just that. She's Tina BQ Tron, an emotional wellness coach and energy psychology practitioner, helping overworked professionals who have too many things on their plates to go from being overwhelmed to being positive and focused. Join me today as I interview Tina BQ Tron. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to see you today, to, to have this opportunity to be with you and to bring you my special guest today, Miss Tina Tran. Tina has, she is amazing, first of all. She's absolutely amazing. I love her. Uh, but she has a company called Quintessential Energy Focus. And it's about getting better emotional health and wellness. I'm going to let her tell you more about it because I always feel that, that that person can tell it so much better than I can. So welcome, Tina. We're so glad you're here today. Hello, everyone. And thank you, Regina, for having me here today. It's such I'm happy an honor. We're so happy to have you here. Tina, take a few minutes and tell us a little bit about your history. What's brought you to this point and what, what it is that you do? Okay. Before I answer that question, I would like to ask you and the audience a question. Do you know the cause of stress, anxiety, fears, phobias, worries? Do you know what it is doing to you in terms of productivity and focus? Great question. And as you ponder that answers, um, let me tell you about myself. I am a energy psychology practitioner. I'm certified in practicing what I do for a living. And I have been doing this for the past three years. Before that, I work in the corporate um, world. I was managing a lot of money. We are talking about hundreds of millions towards billions of dollars. So I'm just telling you this for the understanding that I have both um, a very strong logical mind. I had to have that to <laughs> look after all of that money. But at the same time, I am so intuitive and very good at dealing with emotional stuff, which is the right side of the brain. So the, the, the left brain is all about the money and the right <laughs> brain is all about helping, working with people to deal with emotional issues that wear them down, that pin them, that hold them back. Excellent. What brought you here? What got you, what took you from those billions of dollars into that right side of your brain. <laughs> um, the short answer is, I was called to do this since I was 16. But I didn't understand the message that the universe gave me. The long answer is, back at that time, I just, it made more sense to go into the business world and make a living and 
have a job title and be in the corporate world because it was quote unquote a good thing. It's reliable, it's um, safe, it's good money. So why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, for any parents, those children, um, for, at least most of the parents anyway, those children um, say, I'm going to be a actor, actress, or something in the arts. Few parents would go say, yeah, go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or the child say, I want to be a healer. And the, the parents would say, go, yeah, go do it. Good for you, few parents. <laughs> like from my experience anyway, most of the parents would be saying, no, 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 no. You go to, you are going to go to school. You are going to learn to be in business or to be an accountant, to be a lawyer, to be a doctor, to be some engineer, whatever that society recognizes as um, uh, a, a career that is that is deemed worthy, right? Um, otherwise, anything else doesn't seem to be good enough. And right. that's what partially led me into the financial um, industry. But mind you, I was really good at it. For 20 years, I literally worked in the same building. It's basically the same company. It went through restructuring, quote unquote, and it changed name twice. It got acquired. And yet, because I was so good at what I do, not, not once did I worry about losing my job. A lot of people got let go. Uh, people got fired for different reason. Not once did I, in those 20 years, ever worry that I would be losing my job. And um, as I climbed the corporate uh, ladder, though, things become more demanding. Mm -hmm. At the time when my children, because I'm married and I have two daughters, at the time when my children needed more guidance, more attention from me because they were growing, they were no longer babies, and, and they need a different type of care. And um, the flexibility that I used to enjoy in terms of working hours got taken away. It was not the company that took it away. Despite all the changes the company went through, that piece was always part of the, the corporate um, culture. It was the boss to whom I reported to that took it away. And I attempted to negotiate three times to let her um, understand that although she's not married, she doesn't have children, she's single and work is her life. That's not my life. <laughs> that right. was not my life. I am married, I have children, I am a volunteer. Like she literally does nothing else besides work. Like she, I, if I um, guess her age correctly, she was at least a decade younger than me. And, and she was firm on climbing that corporate ladder, right? And I have gone through that. I was at the stage where I need to bounce between work and life. And she took that away. She was and a she pawn. I mean, you were a <laughs> pawn in her game. 
I guess going so. up that ladder. And, yeah. and so after three <laughs> attempts, I just like, I'm done. I literally make the decision to leave my 20 years uh, career overnight. Right. And and um, <clears throat> looking back, though, I thought I may regret, but I have never regret. So I definitely made the right decision. Excellent. So what is it that, um, I know you said this is a calling for you and, and that you've known that for a few years, but didn't really act upon it is what I took away from that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what is that passion that drives you in this now? Okay. What is- okay. Let me backtrack a little and tell you. So when I was 16 in high school, one of the teachers asked me, what do you want to do when you grow up? And my answer <laughs> was, I want to become a doctor who heals people without using medication and oh needles. Oh, my. Wow. And obviously, at 16, I have not a clue what it meant. <laughs> and I had no guidance <laughs> as to what it meant. So only I say it out loud and... Um, only understood what it meant 30 years later. So when I say it, I was 16. By the time I understood it, I was 46. So that's what three decades in between. And um, what it meant was I I meant to be a healer, to help people heal in a natural, holistic way. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I use energy psychology to help people heal from emotional pain, such so stress, depression, anxiety, worries, fears, all that are emotional pain that unbeknown to ourselves, we carry it like a 20-tone shield on our bodies. And we wonder why we get worn out why we are stuck, why we are not moving forward. But because it's intangible, few people realize of the negative effect those yeah. emotional baggage have on our body and our mind. Right. Yeah. And it is tremendous. The impact of that is tremendous. Um, mm. Things that I've experienced over my life have certainly allowed me to understand that at deeper levels. Um, and I'll just tell you, folks, I, I went to Tina the other day and worked, she worked with me on an issue that I was having. And it has been such a blessing and such um, a shift for me that we achieved in that 30 minutes of time that Tina spent with me. It was amazing. Um, so tell them the modalities that you use, Tina, in, in, your, in the work that you do. Okay. Okay. I use a number of different holistic modalities, but the one that I refer to the most and the one that I tend to go to um, more often than any others is emotional freedom techniques. So I also do EMDR, I also do Reiki, I also do uh, body talk, body code. Um, I'm also certified in teaching yoga, for example. And I practice yoga myself anyway. And um, 
there are also other advanced energy healing modalities that I use. Uh, but I, as I mentioned, I often talk about emotional freedom techniques, which is EFT tapping, because um, A, my mentor trained me in that really well, and B, also it has a number of um, research to back up why it works and explain the relationship between the mind and the body and what does tapping do to our body, to our brain, to the energy flow in our body when that happens. And um, because it's also very empowering. What not, not only is powerful, but it's also empowering. It's empowering in that once I work with somebody and they know where to tap on their body, they walk away with the technique which they can use at any time, anywhere. And I truly mean that because in a crowded room, sometimes it's difficult to do a breathing exercise or a short meditation. However, mm-hmm. you can still do tapping. And I myself have done that um, to help myself because uh, you talking to me now, you wouldn't believe that I used to have major public speaking fears. And I used to have a um, speech impediment, like I stuttered really badly, as well as because I'm of Vietnamese descendant and I speak French, those two languages have a very fast flow of talking. And so combined stuttering and fast talking, not a good thing. <laughs> and I use EFT to heal myself from that. So listen to me now, um, speaking really slowly. It, it took me months and months to heal from that. And uh, that's the thing with, the, with EFT. It's empowering. I can do it to heal myself. I didn't need to work with another practitioner. Right. And uh, and in terms of um, fears of public speaking, for example, I can be speaking to a, a room full of people and then let's say under the desk, I could be tapping on my fingers without people even knowing that right. that's what I'm doing. And yet that gentle tapping just with my fingertips helps me to remain calm, has me, helps me to to remain focused on the task at hand. Very good. And of course, you know, for those of you who have not been exposed to EFT or uh, emotional freedom techniques and tapping, um, or haven't been exposed to information about energy meridians and those kinds of things, some of this may not uh, resonate with you at the moment as we're talking about this. But let me just share a brief experience for me because I wasn't familiar with it. And in 2014, uh, my husband passed away. And I went before he passed when I could see that things were, you know, we were at a really difficult crossroads. I went to a friend of mine who was an EFT practitioner and we did some EFT around the potential of his passing. And it was really, really helpful. Uh, to help me get through those next months. 
And then after he passed, then I went back to her again and, and did, we did some more work then. And then um, when I got married or was getting married, remarried, I went to see her again <laughs> and we did some work around that. Now, at that point, I hadn't learned anything about doing it myself and, and felt that I needed to go see that practitioner. Uh, I'm thrilled to hear what Tina is saying here about how we can do this for ourselves when we recognize those stressors and we, or we want to, to calm down and get the energy. I think about it as getting the energy flowing smoothly through your body. So you're not having the, the um, stoppage, if you will, of stress and how it blocks things up and you're not, you're not free and smooth and flowing. And so as you get that energy flowing properly in your body, then that, that makes a difference. Would you, does that sound right, Tina? That's exactly it. What tapping does is that it sends a signal to our brain, to the part of the, uh, the brain that is being triggered. The signal sent is a calming signal. So here is the brain start acting up, and then in comes the calming signal that calms the brain down, which which this common signal is triggered by the tapping. And that's why um, there's specific points, acupressure points on our body that we tap on. We don't just tap anywhere. Um, right. <laughs> um, and those acupressure points insert the same acupressure points that acupuncturists use with needles. Right. And we right. know that acupuncture is a healing art that dated like four or five thousand years ago right so um and and by the way it's just not in the eastern culture that um acupuncture exists they discover a um, um, mummy in europe and they study the the body because it's frozen in ice and they realize that that body is a hair what looks like um, acupuncture on his body, and that body exists like more than five thousand years. It was six thousand and odd years. So wow. acu acupuncture, be um, they still cannot prove it, but may have been originated somewhere in Europe, and then moved to Asia, and then but it's get documented in Asia, and right. then uh, wherever it was in Europe, it just got lost. Um, based on that one body that they discover. Interesting. I, I'm sorry, I, I forgot where it was. I think it was in the Alps that they discovered the, the body frozen in ice and it's dated, wow. carbon dated for over 6,000 years. So, That's you know incredible. what? It, it may not be Eastern and, and Western mixing. It could be just on ex, uh, Western <laughs> for only <laughs> <laughs> uh, But we don't have data um, um, to prove it. But right. um, acupuncture, though, we know uh, from, from the many Chinese um, documents passed on right. for thousands of years that it has existed right. in China for over 5,000 years now. Right. So, yeah. And in, in your world, what you do is work with those acupuncture points mm -hmm. with a mild, um, would you say a mild acupressure in the tapping? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like applying an acupressure. 
um, yeah, and, and and that's the thing. See, talk therapy only do the talking. Acupuncture only do the acupuncturing. Right. And and emotional freedom techniques is powerful because it's combined the two. It's Eastern right. and Western therapies together, and that's what the the link between the mind and the body. Right, because we have to recognize we are all made of at least two parts. If people discount the spirit altogether, we are always made of two parts, the mind and the body. And when there's an imbalance between the two, that's when this is disease happen, right? Right. And so EFT tapping connect the two. It brings forth a balance that may have been lost due to disease and 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 it helps the talk therapy the which is the cognitive piece it brings forth the inside the the understanding that helps Mm -hmm. us move forward very good for years i worked with um a modality called educational kinesiology and there are definitely some elements that are the same. And, and we also work with meridians and, and things of that nature. So, yes, um, yes. yeah, thank, it makes perfect thanks sense. Thanks to you. I uh, did some research on that. And oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm reading about it. I haven't finished. Excellent. It's a long document that, that I found. And I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. Like, I'm always educating myself about other right. modalities. Um, I don't. I fixate it on one technique and just stick right. at it. Right. Although I do tend to talk about one most often, uh, but that's simply because I just love it. That's why I do yeah. it. <laughs> it's not because I don't practice the other um, right. modalities, but I am um, reading that uh, document that I found about. Oh, um, yeah, and 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 I find it very interesting. It it is indeed, and I I loved. Um, Practicing it because of the changes, the immediate changes, just like what you did for me the other day, immediate change in something. And you get those immediate long lasting changes with educational kinesiology as well. And so it's that opportunity to help somebody totally make a shift uh, mm-hmm. in something that's holding them back. And and I had I worked from young children to 90 year olds you know <laughs> that's the same thing that's the exact same thing with um, EFT tapping yeah it's can be used by the old and the young and it's fast it's effective it's yeah, exactly non-invasive non-intrusive no yeah, it's, yeah it's holistic so it's non-invasive yeah. and it's it's practical it exactly. can be done anywhere and um yeah. anytime yep yeah totally agree and mm-hmm. yeah some of that same can be said for most of that can be said for educational kinesiology as well okay so we know that we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to us and 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 folks we've gone down this road of what Tina does which is so different than you know somebody who's come on as a business coach let's say you know or someone who's got a brick and mortar store or whatever but i wanted you to understand her business and, or what it is that she does in her business and how a business is a business is a business, right? Exactly. <laughs> she has to run a business in order to continue being 
helpful to the people to the people that she desires to serve. So Tina, let's talk about our three questions that we that we want to make sure we get answers to today. Mm-hmm. And and because these are some universal principles for me and and what this show is built on is pursuing our pursuing profit with principles. And so one of those principles has to do with leadership and that we need to be good leaders in our life and in our business in order to be successful, to be happy with ourselves. Uh, you know, I mean, if we're not a very good leader, it's going to impact our self-esteem, I believe, our self-confidence. Um, so tell me, you know, what is one leadership principle that's made a difference in your life and business? That's a really easy question. Oh, I- good. I didn't stump her though, don't. <laughs> I'll see if I can on the others. <laughs> I model what I want others to do. So for example, ah. I tell my client to tap every day. I do that. Okay. And um some people think that it may take a long time um of the a chunk out of that time, but it's not true. It can take just a few minutes. Like one example is here. I would use EFT the first thing in the morning. I would just do a quick round to say, and I just um, go to different tapping points on my body and I would say, today is a different day. I choose to start anew. I choose to feel good right here, right now. I choose to focus on what I can do. I choose to be curious. I choose to be grateful for what I have. I choose to think that I am aiming for success. I choose to believe in my capacity to do what I want to do. Today is a good day. I love it. That is just... Like literally, you just go through that once, um, you know, one just cycle. One round, yeah, just one, one round cycle. Gotcha. Um, in in EFT EFT tapping, we call that a sequence. So right. um, you can start on the eyebrows, on top of the head, and then go through the different points on the face, on the collarbone, under the arm, and mm, most of the time, and... that's it. That's you it. Can, okay. One can choose to keep going in with the, the side of the fingers um, if they want to, if they have more to say, but right. they can also just repeat what they just did one more round and be done. So honestly, awesome. that takes 30 seconds. And so mm. I do that every single day. Some days I may skip my meditation due to uh, lack of time. But if I skip it in the morning, I will try to squeeze it in at night. But I don't skip my morning tapping. Very good. And um, so that's one. I'm going to have to add that in. <laughs> yeah, one example of me modeling the behavior that I Excellent. want. I ask my client to do. As for my children, I want them to communicate clearly what they want instead of making assumptions. So what I do is I take it upon myself to listen carefully to what they have to say. And then I ask questions before I jump to whatever saying what, what I want right. to say. 
and and um, that's another example of me modeling the behave, behavior that I want to see in others. Awesome. That is awesome. I love both of those. That is wonderful. And I love that you're doing that with your children. And that's also a great leadership uh, tool to practice in our businesses as well, making sure we hear what the other person has to say and not making those assumptions. And they, mm -hmm. you know, assumptions are just not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, because... Because of what is deemed as lack of time, we too often listen to answer, not listen for listening. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we lose a, a wonderful opportunity to communicate. So those assumptions create miscommunications. That's true. That is so true. Now, we couldn't tell that you're passionate about what you do. So... <laughs> I'm saying that humorously, obviously. <laughs> but talk to us about how, you know, we, we, we heard that you went 20 years in this other career and then you switched over to this. How has following this passion and this purpose in your life impacted you and your business and what you're doing? Okay. Before I practiced energy psychology, I was very demanding. I was in other words, I was bossy. <laughs> Sometimes I was also a bundle of stress, anxiety, tension, right, fears and worries. But did I recognize all of that? No. <laughs> Energy psychology have allowed me to recognize that I was not being the person. I want it to be. I want to be a spacious, loving, compassionate, understanding person. And I wanted to love what I do. I was great at what I was doing in the financial industry. I was really good at what I was doing. But I must admit, after the first few years, the passion for money kind of dined out. And I didn't even notice because I was just so focused on the doing, doing, doing. Mm -hmm. I was no longer being. And we have to remember, we are human beings. We are right. not human doing. <laughs> I was I like all that. about doing. <laughs> and I now love what I do. It has been three years and I still love um doing what I do. And I look forward to find ways to help even more people. And in fact, I love it so much. I'm considering to launch a, a, a series of um, meetings on Meetup and Facebook to offer um, some free session to people so that they can have access to it. And um, Obviously, um, I'm going to be um, open and honest and admit that is also a way for me to reach out to people. But the intent behind it is truly pure. It's truly um, about helping people. And um, as I mentioned to you, just before this meeting, I was talking to a business advisor and she goes, um, 
I suggest that you consider charging for some of that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me reconsider. <laughs> she said, remember, you are running a business. <laughs> you are a healer, but you are also a business owner. And I'm like, oh, yes, you are right. I And, and here's the other piece. I became a healer, and that's how I thought of myself for three years. I was just didn't think of myself as a business owner. And then until COVID happened and it negatively affected my business. And that's when I, that was the wake up call to say, oh, I, I am both. I'm both a business <laughs> owner and a healer. So it's time I acknowledge the other piece of running a business. I can still be um, genuine about it, but I do have to give the business side the care and 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 attention it needs. And um, from there, um, I am just finding different ways to put my services out there for people to access. And one of it is I have been considering for a while is to launch a scholarship program to help people move from point A to point B. And that would be like a longer term um, program and that I would be um, offering to only a few people throughout the years, mm -hmm. but that would make a deeper impact. Right? So that's what, that's what my passion is taking me to. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Folks, I, I, those of you who are new to the entrepreneurial world or you are struggling in your business, I want you to hear what Tina is saying here. So often uh, we who are, um, this is the word I want, but to use Tina's words, she's a healer, but she has to accept that business side of her as well. And she has to develop a business or she won't be able to help as many people as she wants to help. Exactly. And so, yeah. I mean, the, the more successful you are in your business, the more impact that you can have. And, and that's what we all strive for, right? We want to have impact. We want to know that we're making a difference in the world and in the lives of people individually and collectively, that we're making a difference and we're having an impact and we're improving people's lives. So Tina and I visited a little bit before we came on air about our third question, which is, what is a profit strategy that you've used successfully in your business? And as you've just heard Tina say, that has not been her focus, right, Tina? <laughs> That's, you, you got that right. So um, just to backtrack a bit is that when I became a healer, I was just interested in helping people and serving people, helping people heal. And I was so good at it that after the first few free sessions that I offered people just to um, get my name out there, people just came to me through word of mouth. And um, that's also the fact that the first two years, I worked part-time because I was literally recuperating from 20 years of stress and lack of sleep and, and, and imbalance between life and work. 
uh, suffering from insomnia. And so that was also a healing period for myself. I used um, energy psychology during that time to heal uh, myself. And so the first two years, I have enough clients to keep me going and I have time to heal myself and so on and so on. And that piece of being a business owner just didn't cross my mind until the referrals start drying up. And then I start cluing oh gosh, I don't have a strategy. I don't forget about even a profit strategy. I didn't even have a business strategy. <laughs> but uh, realizing of that made me uh, think. And so I start um, doing little things to uh, make my presence better known and the year that I was going to go phone in and do different things was last year and obviously we all know COVID happened so nothing happened (laughs) so this year I am back at it I am now um, consulting with business advisor consulting with people like Regina herself and getting help to move myself forward to have a real strategy in place and i i dare to think i'm not the only one (laughs) (laughs) you are not you are not the only one and that's why i think it's so important to have you tell this story because there are many many people out there in that same boat and and they haven't uh gotten to that place where they've recognized how important it is that they actually get that business strategy that marketing strategy and that, that overall business plan that's going to allow them to get from A to B, from point A to point B, and yeah. to do it in a way that makes sense, uh, in a way that is the fastest, easiest way to get there. And, and there are people like myself who can help you with that. Um, you know, There are lots of other coaches out there, but it's so important that we get a coach or a mentor. I have coaches. Um, <laughs> Yes, I I have coaches too. And I, in hindsight, I now understand why I have the coaches that I have had. So I started out having a coach that although she was supposed to help me with all the aspect, I now recognize I wasn't ready Mm -hmm. um, to do handle all of the aspects. And there was nothing she could have done better. I was more um, unbeknown to myself, I have to handle all of the healings that happen within first. Right. And w- once I clear all of that heavy, um, dark energy, I am now more ready to do the things for the business. And, and I believe that's just part of the journey. And, I agree. And so after that first coach, I now have coaches for selling, which is not my strong point at all, because I never have to sell in my whole entire life. It's only <laughs> now that I have to, it's, it's, uh, selling is the word that, you know, the business world use, but um, it's going to be, say, as making my services known. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But in fact, in the business world, that's about selling. And yeah. that's communicating that's your value. Yeah, something that I have not been trained on before. I was not aware of it, or I didn't understand. I should say I didn't understand that's an aspect of my healing 
practice. And and here I am where I am. But you know what? It's part of the journey and I'm learning. It truly is part of the journey. And, you know, one of the things that I always say is business owners don't know what they don't know or entrepreneurs don't know what they don't know about creating a successful business. If you don't know it, if you don't know that you don't even know what it is that you don't know, (laughs) then who do you ask and what do you ask them? Because you're not even aware of some of these things yet. And Mm -hmm. that's where a business coach or a mentor comes in really handy because they know Mm -hmm. that pathway and they can help you to understand what it is that your next step should be and mm-hmm. help you lay out a roadmap for getting there. Mm-hmm. But even so, even if you, as a, as a business owner and not knowing what I need to know, um, I personally, now that I have gone through what I have gone through, now I also understand not only we have to have a business um, coach, or guide, or whatever you want to call mentor, we also have to find one that we resonate with. Because if that person uses language that I am unable to understand because of different reasons, like it could be because of where I am, because of my lack of experience and knowledge and so on and so on, and that person cannot use my language to help me understand it's not going to help us either. So yeah. it's a two-way street. I must be indeed. willing to right. recognize that I need guidance and that I am willing to accept guidance and open to understanding. But the, the, on the other side, the coach or the business strategist also have to be able to use my language to help me understand what I need to understand. Exactly. Because some it's the aspects that propelled somebody forward. Right. Right. That's very good. Tina, it has been a joy having you here again today. We got to visit with Tina during our, our recent summit that we did, our Health, Life, and Business Summit. Tina not only spoke or was interviewed on there, but she also did an EFT session for everybody who was present. That was really amazing. And so it's, it's a joy to get to be here with you again and to learn from your vast wisdom and also to, for you to share so openly and honestly your experiences uh, to help others along this journey because that's exactly what it is. It is not a destination. It is a journey. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for being here today. I, I really appreciate it. And Tina, you thank have you. a free offer for our listeners, right? Did you yes, share about I, that real quickly? Yeah, I do have. Um, it's a 30-minute consult, free consult. And that's basically is a mini session. And as Regina have mentioned at the beginning, that in itself is way more value than anything else I could offer you. Because in just if, it's a no-strings-attached offer. And I can help you move a lot of emotional burden in 30 minutes. Absolutely. So take advantage of it. I can attest to that. It was it was really powerful. There was something that was surfacing in my uh, in my personality that I wasn't happy with, you know, something I was that was impacting me to communicate negatively. And we spent that 30 minutes together and it is it just changed everything. And now there are at least two relationships that I can that I can think of that have been enhanced by that 30 minutes that I spent with Tina. 
And so I'm really grateful for that. And, um, and, and then the session she did in the summit uh, with our host, Brad, super powerful and helped him tremendously. So folks, take advantage of it. We will put all of that information in the show notes and you'll be able to reach out to Tina and schedule a free 30-minute session with her. I promise you, you'll be glad you did. It is life-changing. Thank you so much, Tina. We're so glad to have you here. Thanks again for sharing with us. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. As you can see, all entrepreneurs experience challenges in their business. Most of them have worked their way through them with the help of a trusted coach. So let me ask you, what's the biggest challenge in your business? Are you generating the profit that you desire? Do you know what systems you need in order to create more efficiency and profit in your business? Are you tired of working 60 plus hours a week and not seeing the returns? Are your relationships suffering because of the stress that you're experiencing? If any of this describes you, then schedule your 90-minute profit acceleration analysis with me today for only $97. This is a special price for my listeners only. The value of this call is easily over $2,000. We will find between $10,000 and $100,000 profit in your business and lay out a roadmap for you to be able to overcome all of these problems. So get your life and your profit back on track. Schedule your profit acceleration analysis today. There is no obligation, and I'm not going to do some hard sell with you. However, if you want my help to achieve the results from your blueprint, I'm happy to have that conversation with you about what that would look like. So schedule your call today. The link is below in the show notes. You know your superpower? My next guest, James Lamb, has been working with heart-centered coaches, leaders, and healers for a number of years to help them find their own superpower and send their message out into the world. For years, he gave his power away by not trusting what he was gifted at. The end result was frustration, mediocrity, and trying all those things that he knew he was terrible at, but somebody said to do anyway. Then one day, he changed his perspective and decided to do things for himself and what he wanted to do. The result has been phenomenal. Join me next time as I interview James Lamb, founder of Look Ahead Marketing.